0: Welcome to Episode 4, Part 2 of our four-part series, where we're taking an in-depth look at our four comprehensive high schools. Today, I'm going to sit down with Mr. Bill Hines, a principal of Laguna Hills High School, so he can tell us what's going on over at The Nest. Welcome, Bill.
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: All right. So, can we start off with some general information about your school, some demographic information, if you would, just to give our listeners a little bit of context of where you're at? So, for everybody
1: in Saddleback Valley Unified, we are the only high school on the west side of the freeway. Laguna Hills High School is about 1,500 kids, 1,535 to be exact. Um, We opened up in 1978, our mascot is the Hawk. Our colors are very dark brown and Vegas gold. And it's just a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Mark.
0: Of course. All right. So we want to get a good, comprehensive overview of uh, what your school is all about, what Laguna Hills has to offer. So I think the best part, to, the best place to start off with that would be with uh, talking to us about your academic programs, because we all know that's what we're really here for is academics, right? Yeah, it's the sure. heart of everything we do. So can you talk a little bit about what you have to offer and maybe what sets you apart there at Laguna Hills High School, academically speaking, as far as your programs go? Sure. If you'll give me
1: a little latitude, what I'd like to talk about first is what i really- Really love about Laguna Hills High School and it lends itself to exactly what we're getting That's at. great, go for it. So, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, our mission is to provide a rigorous and accessible curriculum in a small school family environment. I mean, there's a fit for every student at the home of the Hawks. What I like most about our school is we offer a complete array of comprehensive curriculum programs in a really small school setting. We're a public school with a private school feel. At about fifteen hundred thirty-five forty 40 students, I can see every kid on campus, and I get to know them all. Um, we have some amazing programs on campus. Let me just highlight a few of them. Um, our acclaimed two-way Spanish immersion program is actually a pre-K through 12th grade program. Um, Spanish program where students uh, speak primarily in Spanish through elementary school up and through intermediate school. It's about 60-40 and at the high school it tapers off to 80-20, but what's really cool is students that are in this program, they graduate with two diplomas, the Saddleback Diploma and then a a diploma from our International Spanish Academies. We also offer comprehensive programs uh, for AP and IB in Spanish and Mandarin Chinese, as well as computer science, which I, I will argue is a, another language all day long. <laughs> I'd agree with you on that. We have Exploring Computer Science as, a, as a, kind of a survey course, Computer Science A and Computer Science Principles. We were the school that pri- uh, piloted that in South Orange County, and uh, we've, we've taken off. It's incredible. Um, it's been a great springboard into our esports program as well. Uh, We have an excellent, very strong four-year Model United Nations program. It's like international relations and contemporary world issues all rolled into one, and our February conference rivals any conference in South Orange County. Um, what's really cool about our campus is we have some great CTE programs as well, careers in technical education. Um, we have a culinary arts program that looks like Top Chef. I mean, you walk in there and it's like kids are doing what you would see on TV. I don't suppose you ever take some samples from them. You know that I do. <laughs> Absolutely. On Tuesdays, <laughs> we also have a, uh, it's a baking program where kids come in for, from all over the place and, and for four hours... Each Tuesday, I mean, they put on an amazing uh, spread. Um, Also, our auto tech program rivals anything around. We have a pre-apprentice program where students actually go to, like, Mercedes-Benz and our local uh, uh, dealers and whatnot, and they are interns where... They're graduating high school and getting picked up at, at fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year.
0: Yeah, so we've heard about that uh, program. So that's really important, I think, because a lot of times a criticism can be that we don't do enough for college. Uh, I, I'm sorry for career technical education, right? But your program is one of those highlights, one of those bright spots throughout SVSD and your auto tech program. Uh, for that same reason, right? Because they're getting the skills. A lot of times, skills that they are receiving. People that are in the workforce don't even have those skills right that's now. Right. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, one of the things that we pride ourselves on, uh, from guidance
1: to uh, the instruction in the classroom, is really helping kids develop their plan. You know, how often do you have a, a kid that comes in that's 13 and 14 year old? That I mean, they're not seeing four years down the line or eight years down the line. Um, my goal as head of school is to matriculate kids that are not only confident but they have an idea of where they're going.
0: You know, and that that's really cool. And it sounds, you know, just based off the academic programs that you shared right now, that you have something, like you said, for everybody, right? You have stuff in the humanities, you have stuff in the STEAM world. So you're really meeting the needs of every different type of student that may come across your campus. Because like I always say we always want to offer the students the opportunity to go to a four-year college, but it's their choice where they want to do that or not at the end of the day. But it sounds like you're getting them set up for success to be able to make that informed choice and giving them different options. Absolutely.
1: Um, I started off talking about our mission statement. I mean, the key word there is access, Mm -hmm. accessible curriculum, and then rigor. I firmly believe that if we afford kids access, if we say, you know what, I'll support you. If you want to take on a challenge, you want to try out an honors class, I've got you. Well, absolutely. And what's really cool is our teachers have really fallen along um, with that as well. And you see it in our participation rates in advanced placement and international baccalaureate programs where, I mean, those used to be elite. People used to think, wow, that is the, the hardest, the most rigorous, but we're really kind of breaking it out. And what's incredible is our students are recognizing their potential.
0: And I think sometimes there may be a misconception because our listeners may not be aware that you are our smallest comprehensive high school, right? And so there may be this misconception that because you're smaller, you don't have as many programs as the larger schools do. But clearly, you do. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: I'm pretty adept at at master scheduling. And I'll tell you, our schedule is a tough one when you have students that are in an immersion program. They want to be in a leadership class and then take a visual and performing arts, but we've we've figured it out. In some cases we've gone to virtual where you have a class that's online, Calc BC or Computer Science A. Um, We want to afford kids access to any and every class they possibly can and I'm not going to have somebody say it's not available.
0: Right. So that requires you to be really innovative there on your campus, right? It sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. Okay. What about, let's, we talked about some of your great academic programs. What about for those of our listeners that may have students that are really interested in the arts, visual and performing arts, uh, what do you have to offer there at your, at the nest as we call it lovingly? Our visual and performing
1: arts program is phenomenal. And one of the things that's really unique about our school is we share our talent. I've worked in schools where, you know, an athlete is told, you're going to be in, in this program only. It's not unusual for a kid, and, and a couple years back, we had a student who was a captain on the football team who was also a lead in our musical. To be able to balance all that out time-wise alone is, is strenuous, uh, particularly when you're trying to stay focused on academics. But what's really cool about the uh, teachers and the advisors on our campus is they work together you know, to, to really, like I said, share that talent. Um, in our visual performing arts program, we've got computer graphics, visual imagery, ceramics, 2D, and 3D art that, that rivals anything around. Our choir phenom- our program is phenomenal. So that's theater production. What's really interesting about our campus also is being a little bit smaller. Um, our marching band is coming back. I mean our, our director, Denny Wong, is just a, he's a tiger. I mean he's really in build mode for our program, and we have received some major accolades this year. Um, in the state comp, we we placed high, and what's really interesting is we're creating that draw all the way around. It's really nice. Um, in sports, overall, like I said, we like to share our. our, our team. Yeah, let's hear about sports. And I believe it, that that being involved in a team sport is great, or an individual sport for that matter, for our kids, just in terms of that connectivity, um, and, and overall. I think it's really, really important as a head of school and a dad of two amazing kids who are going to be at Laguna Hills High School eventually for our kids to, to make those connections. What's really interesting about our sports program overall is we've been pretty competitive in the Coastview Athletic Association, but just this past year we got re-leagued into the actually this fall, into the Pacific Coast League, which is going to afford us a little more competitive equity that okay. you know, levels the playing field, if you will, um, with regards to our programs numerically, and then it offers us a balance with regards to who we uh, see as opponents. Um, our, our sports program is storied. We have 153 league championships, wow. 35 CIF championships overall, and you know, it's just such a, a unique place in that we take students who have never played an instrument mm-hmm. or have never been in water polo and we'll get them into the lineup or get them into the pool, and we create not only an athlete but a person who is a uh, a very very grounded, um, character developed individual. Uh, that's what I really love about our our Great. coaches and our, our advisors on
0: campus. And you offer an array of sports just like you would find at any of other Absolutely. any of our other high schools, right? Absolutely. Okay. We have standouts like you'd see in other uh, schools and whatnot,
1: and. You know what's really interesting is in the past five years. This is my fifth year back as head of school. We've hired ten coaches and advisors on campus. Wow. We've had uh, a lot of retirements and whatnot, and you know we definitely honor those those traditions mm-hmm. and whatnot. But
0: there's opportunities as well. Right. So that's we're, we're in build mode in a lot of ways. That's great. Okay, so we've touched on academics, arts, sports, um, and you've also talked a little bit about what of uh, the. Uh, You've talked a little bit about what options your students have once they leave Laguna Hills High School um, through your CTE program, specifically auto. But are there there other post-high school pathways that are offered or pursued that students can do once they leave your school site?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We really uh, focus on those partnerships with our local community colleges as well. And what's interesting is, you know, helping our kids find their path to graduation is is interesting and everybody has a, a different journey. Um, and what's really cool is, like with IB or advanced placement, we can matriculate a student with thirty units going in, into mm-hmm. college and whatnot. But the other side of that is, you know, what if college isn't for me? Correct. You know, we want to make sure that that kids consider their options and whatnot. And gosh, you remember when we were teenagers? Nobody ever asked me what I was thinking back in right, the day. Right. And really, what we want to do is make sure kids know that I can do anything. Mm-hmm. I just need to figure out. Where it is? What's my calling? What's my call to action, right. you
0: know? Um, and with that TWI program, I know you mentioned that they get two different diplomas. One, you're traditional from Laguna Hills High School, but they also get a uh, special diploma. And I know you had 50, what was the number of graduates you had? You've been growing that program right. every year.
1: 53 last year. So you
0: had 53 two-way immersion graduates. So what kind of pathways does that open up? What's, the, I guess, the benefit, I guess, of graduating with a dual diploma? Because some people may not understand how important that is and valuable. If the
1: kids sometimes think it's hard work until they get to the end of the continuum. That's why it's great to get our juniors and seniors speaking to our junior high kids and our elementary kids. Um, being biliterate and bilingual is a gift. You know, And not only that, it's a commodity when you get out there do the work.
0: I'd always tell my students, right? I've never heard anybody say, oh, man, I wish I wasn't bilingual. That's never helped me, right? No. <laughs> you never hear that.
1: Well, and the crazy thing is, and then we, this is not only immersion, but we look at our heritage language program kids, kids who are bilingual, but the biliterate pieces is amazing. Correct, because it's two separate there. things, right? Yeah, two distinct totally. things. Totally. Well, what's interesting about our immersion program, we just took uh, or administered the DELE exam, which is Diploma en Español de Lengua Extranjera. Oh, good accent, Mr. Uh, thanks Hines. very much. My kids are in the immersion program. <laughs> uh, but we had 88 kids that took this uh, this battery. And essentially what it is is a measure of proficiency in uh, oral and, and written um language that is other than your native language, and in this particular case, it's Spanish. And what's really cool is this is uh, it's run through the Instituto Cervantes, um, and these kids they get a, a certificate that I tell them I, I sign this off in blue ink. You have to hold on to it because number one, it's a ticket to any international university; it's recognized globally. But more importantly, this is something you put in your job resume. I mean, it, it's like page three. It's amazing. This, this qualifies a kid and basically says that their skills are commensurate with anybody at that level. And
0: I'm telling you, I'm hiring people uh, these days, I'm looking for that well rounded portfolio. Mm-hmm that's fantastic um, we're on the language topic right now you mentioned that you offer Mandarin are you the only school site in our district in our only high school in our district that offers that
1: we are okay we are and our, our instructor Vicki Chow is incredible I mean she is like uh, a, a dynamo you go into her classroom and it the feel is like game show it moves so quickly um, but what's really cool is we started off with one section Spanish or uh, I'm sorry Chinese one and then we built it out to Chinese 4AP. Oh, wow. She's also going to, she's been to a couple of international baccalaureate conferences as well. So we're affording our kids that that access.
0: So it's not like you offer an intro course and then it's done, right? It goes all the way through advanced placement.
1: It goes the distance. Uh, More importantly, I mean, once again, commodity, you know, Mandarin Chinese is an absolute uh, viable commodity nowadays that's fantastic
0: okay so uh what about some you know a lot of times our listeners want to hear okay that's great you offer a lot of things on your campus but what happens to the students once they leave your doors and we talked about some pathways that you afford them there through your auto uh through your language uh programs but are there any kind of standouts highlights graduation graduate stories that uh come to mind when you know you're trying to talk about the great things that your students do once they leave the the doors of laguna hills high school is there any particular story or highlight that comes to mind that you'd like to share about any student or group of students that have gone above and beyond once they uh once they've walked out of your doors sure um i I mentioned that i've known a lot of these kids since junior high Uh, i was the
1: principal at laguna or los alisos intermediate for five years and then last year's seniors uh moved back to laguna hills high school with me so we, we went from that's very cool. graders, to yeah. me, uh, taking on the, the high school challenge and knowing those kids for six years, I mean, half of the school were mine from Los Alisos. What's really interesting to me is as a head of school and a father to, like I said, terrific kids who will be Hawks in a few years, I encourage all of our students to diversify their portfolio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I process about 50 to 60 applications a year, and I love the journey and hearing about our
0: students' experience. And you have students going everywhere, I'm assuming. They you get into schools from Ivy League, right? Okay. We, we had we Service had academies. Nationally. Last year we graduated
1: 370 kids, and about 180 of them went to four-year colleges. Wow. And, and a sizable percentage are going to a local community college to get their general education out of the way, figure out what they want to do. Save um, some money. Yeah, get, save some <laughs> money, get a job, that kind of thing, just to, to kind of figure out where their, their next step is going to be. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about our JCs is, the, uh, the honors programs they can transfer to DC right. for right. two years. Right. Um, I mean, for me, I encourage all of our kids to diversify their portfolios. When I'm, I'm filling out these applications, I'm looking at okay, I need to speak to academics, community service, clubs and organizations, athletics, visual, and performing arts. We want to consider that the pie graph that is your experience in the high school. Uh-huh. And that really helps me out. Our, our grad rate jumped up about 3% last year. Oh, nice. So
0: 96.8 overall. 96.8. Um, that's phenomenal. Way above it, the county average. Yeah, that's,
1: it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and, and like I said, our students are going to four years all over the nation. From a full ride to Stanford to a part-time at Saddleback, we want our students to matriculate with a plan.
0: That's great. So uh, that's great. Our parents or our listeners know kind of what options there are, what students have done once they get to that tail end of their high school career. Um, for those students or those parents that may be coming in from middle school, uh, talk to me a little bit the makeup of your school site. Do you take you have students just from Laguna Hills? I'm assuming not. You have students kind of from all over district sure. boundaries. Is that right? You have a good mix of students there we from different a, regions? A, an incredible
1: mix of students, and demographically, I mean, we are uh, diverse. Um, I was just at an incoming Uh, seventh grade meeting at Los Alisos last night because my kid's a sixth grader at Gates in the immersion program and I was thinking about those transitions and uh, we have students that come in from La Paz and Los Alisos and what's really incredible is over the past five years we've enrolled private school students like crazy.
0: And then talk to me a little bit more you bring that private school term up again and I know you like to liken your school to it's like a the public private school or the private public school I'm not sure which the way you say that but talk to me a little bit about that, What does that mean to you? What does that mean to the students and their parents? Because sure. being this, I'm assuming you, that has to do with your school size being so small, right? Um, talk to me about that kind of culture.
1: I will. Um, so when I was at Lagoon Hills the first time, probably 12 years ago as the assistant principal of curriculum, we didn't enroll four or five kids from private schools, you know, 2008 through 2010. And over the past four or five years, we've enrolled on average 35 to 45 students. Oh, wow. So, we know parents are looking for an authentic experience and, you know, private school is a is just that. It's private sector. Mm-hmm. Public school, you get the public school experience and, and I'd like to think that we've got things calibrated to where we're really maximizing the, the experience for every student. And what's really interesting with students coming in from everywhere, we have a, a campus that's very, very uh, tolerant is a word, way to put it. I think that our kids are... They, they're very caring. They're kind. It's incredible when we have DJs that come in from dances. They always make comments about how polite our kids that's are. That's awesome. They're, they're really, really great kids. Um, and, you know, you have a percentage every now and then. But like I said, uh, that's an opportunity to say, well, what's your plan? What are you thinking about when somebody makes a decision that may not
0: be the, the, the
1: wisest? Mm-hmm.
0: And this size. I mean, that size, you can't underestimate the no. benefits that come from having a smaller school, right? Absolutely. And I'm yeah. sure that plays into that whole uh, private school kind of feel, if yes. you will. Yes. We're, we're going to be sending out our advertisements for our preview, um,
1: which is February 7th, I believe. Okay. And that's an opportunity for people to come in and look at – there's a showcase of our clubs and organizations and programs – we do a general meeting and whatnot and then they get to go and it's almost like a fair where they meet with our teachers and, and ask questions about the programs and making that transition. And, and one of my, uh, the most important thing I think I can convey to, to parents is when I'm closing out, And that's essentially that when your students come to Laguna Hills, they're our students. Mm -hmm. They're my students. Mm -hmm. And they'll be well taken care of. Okay.
0: For our listeners, so uh, Mr. Hines was referring to some uh, showcase that's coming up and a couple of tour dates that they're going to offer. If you want to see what those dates are, you can go straight to Laguna Hills' website. That's www.svsd.org forward slash LHHS. You can also just go to our main website, svusd.org, uh, go to resources, and you'll see a school showcases tab, and you can click on that to get the specific dates and times at Laguna Hills, and all of our school sites will be offering their tours and showcases. That's right. Okay. That's, that's not to be missed.
1: Um, we are, the school choice window closes on February 9th, a couple mm-hmm. days after, and and it's uh, electronic, so there, there's no hurry or anything like that, but I strongly encourage everybody to just make Educated decisions come out and see what we have to offer, and we've got incredible programs. But I mean, like I said, it's it's more the experience. My kids are coming to this school. Uh, I, I really, really love the fact that that we take an approach that is very, very personal.
0: As we kind of round this uh, episode out, I'm gonna allow you, Mr. Hines, uh, some time kind of at the end here for you to add any additional information, give us your best commercial, your best plug for your high school. Uh, We wanna hear it, the the mic's all yours. Okay, so, I mean, one of the things that I pride
1: about my experience as head of school in a couple of different schools is I always take on projects. Um, Laguna Hills High School is a 1978 build. It's a dated school. And you know, we're always looking at creating those innovative spaces and over the past three years we, we have done some amazing stuff. Um, we've converted twenty classrooms to you know that flexible furniture environment with the flexible technology as well. We have a brand new computer science classroom, an incredible digital media complex that is a conversion of basically three classrooms into a cutting edge, I mean state of the art studio. You, you know, I've green, seen it, yeah, it's fantastic. Technology. Our green screen is 3D. It's a a site wall where literally it curves up from the floor and uh, it spans the entire uh, one half of a classroom. Um, Very, very cutting edge. Uh, If you're interested in that kind of tech, you've got to come and check it out on the 7th. And then we had a wood shop that was closed down. It was storage, essentially. Oh, wow. All kinds of different things. Okay. So it took about a year and a half to convert it from, you know, a lowered ceiling uh, storage area into a state-of-the-art maker space. I mean, we have multiple grades of 3D printers, um, uh, laser etching machines, embroidery machines. We're looking at like that virtual enterprise scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um computerized numerical code. We just got our, our CNC machine up and going and we're going to start milling out signs in 2D oh, wow. for basically our campus and then taking a look at everybody that's around. Oh wow! But the, the tech is there. How cool is What's that? What's really cool is where we're at a, as, a, as a, a staff, an organizational dynamic, is we're, we're thinking about our curriculum but we're also thinking about the connections that we can make as far as making our, our curriculum relevant. And, like, this is a great example for all of the, those VAPA arts that I was telling you about a, a minute ago, but also for our math classes, our physics classes as well, but to go in and, I mean, literally you're making geometry real when mm-hmm. you're going in and mm-hmm. 3D printing. And um, that real-world application is so important, uh, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, for me, as head of school, I envision a setting that's much like a community college. You walk on and it's like a community walk or a plaza walk, mm-hmm. um, wireless hotspots, kiosks, collaborative areas, classrooms that are equipped with furniture and tech that moves with the instruction. I mean, that lends itself to that interdisciplinary instruction and learning, tying curriculum to contextually relevant applications is what it's about nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I firmly believe that if you change
0: the environment, you change that dynamic, you change the mindset and then you change the outcome. I want to thank you very much for taking some time. I think we have a good comprehensive understanding of what you do over there. It's a, a small school, but with a big heart, and you offer a lot. You offer as many choices, if not more, than some of our comprehensive sites. So I think that speaks a lot to your leadership and what you're doing over there. So we appreciate all that you're doing for our students over there at The Nest. Um, again, if you have any questions, want to get additional information from Laguna Hills High School, go to svusd.org forward slash LHHS. Uh, Mr. Hines is the principal over there. He's leading that crew, does a phenomenal job. has been with our district for many, many years, and... Um, and i'm glad and proud to know him and uh, call him a colleague so thanks for taking some time out of your extremely busy schedule you clearly have a lot going on over there at your campus mr Hines. Um, any final thoughts as we wrap this up you're gonna have one of the last words here yeah laguna hills high school is a, a really wonderful place to learn i mean our slogan is one town one team and it really
1: embodies the relationship between our city and the school i mean, around our campus we refer to the laguna
0: hills community as our hawk family and we always welcome people to the nest fantastic so go take a visit at the nest during their tour times or their showcases and go hawks thank you for listening to part two of episode four which is a four-part series taking an in-depth look at our four comprehensive high schools be sure to check out parts one three and four so you can go ahead and listen to what's going on at our other high schools